guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dorkiest Timeline Podcast, the tangent to the two fanboys in a filthy casual podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Krisha. I'm Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. We are here. Oh my God. Oh my God. In person. All four of us. Oh right before gosh. winter co- winter apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the day before the blizzard, the world shuts down. Yeah, it was, <laughs> at least LA, I guess. <laughs> I mean, w- w- there was hail today. There Dude. was hail today. Yep. And I was telling Dennis, it was funny that the hail came literally right when I walked out of church. <laughs> And I was like, God's a reminder that, amen, maybe you should go to church more often. Yeah, maybe. And then it just like wiped your ashes off. Like the hail landed directly on the forehead and just washed it away. Uh, no, because I ran like a little girl. <laughs> and I was about to say bad words. Yeah, well, and little then, girls are fast. Oh, they're so way faster than I am. <laughs> uh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I got nothing else to say to And Harold just got canceled. <laughs> okay. Harold's the newest role, though. <laughs> no. Hang out with Kanye and Kyrie over Oh, there. my yeah, God, no. Thanks. Oh, my God. Apparently, so, those two didn't get canceled. No, yeah, yeah, I, I saw one of them I mean, with the All-Star game. Yeah, he's actually, he wore moccasins over the Nike symbol. Because, you know. Ooh, I don't think he could say moccasins. Yeah, dude. Again, how many times are you going to get canceled today, bro? <laughs> he wore water eels? Is, 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 is there another word, man? <laughs> I don't know if there's another term for <laughs> water eels. Guys, um, water eels, right? I don't know. Because water eels are see, see. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Did you say water eels? Yeah, water eels. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> I've never heard it. They're, they're just called eels. Hey, remember that one time Harold was walking around in eels? <laughs> yeah. well, it's a fashion he statement. Is, he's he's hipper than us, dude. So I, I don't know. Maybe Harold he's maybe is, he's uh, he's streets ahead. He's streets ahead. Uh, that's true. Water oh, water eels are pretty hype beast. Is that what I the kids say? I don't know. They're pretty hype. That's cap curse. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> It's, I'm not offended. It's the truth, <laughs> when something's cap, it turns out. Yeah. Is that like Captain? Is it like um? I don't know. I got, I got, got nothing. nothing. <laughs> so we're finally back together again. Yeah, this is the fascinating. Crowd. I miss you guys. I love seeing you guys. Today, I'm happy. Curse, did my wife send you the uh, the image of um a clone Kersha? Or like evil Krisha? No. Oh, she did it. Double no. Krisha. What? Krisha. Why did she send it to us and not you? I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she knows this is the like, chat that Krisha's not yeah, in. Because like, uh, it would have been one perfect, chat, guys. I know that was like Krisha's in our chat. I don't know if Dan doesn't know that uh, the other one doesn't include Krisha in it. Maybe she's mistaking Cherry for. Krisha. I was gonna say like not you know, quite the same, but I. Right. Filipino? Now, Kersha, Wait, do we know this? Kersha, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, just so you know, I'm sending this. Oh, please, do please do not think that I'm sending this because I think that that you are like you look exactly like her. Or oh, I it, this is gonna be good. I got but Dennis's wife might. But you know, I, I I'm just doing that 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 cat that caveat. I yes, I appreciate it. I um. I like how you call this person evil Krisha because I'm the good one. Yeah. Well, okay. By default. <laughs> okay. I just sent it to your phone. Just oh, so okay. You know. dun, 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 dun. 
talk talk amongst no, yourselves. Okay. <laughs> we're, 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 we're looking at her opening her phone. Okay, <laughs> we're, okay. we're waiting for a reaction. We're waiting for a reaction. Loading. Loading. I didn't know it's still loaded these days. Hey, you know what? I can kind of see it. Like for like at first glance, like you, you just kind of look yeah, at it. Yeah, just like this. Like exactly. You're like, oh, I I like the outfit. I like these glasses. We gotta record. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. It works, right? Yeah, it works. I'm 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 not mad. Okay. She she's evil though. Yeah, I mean anything. Not me. Not you is evil. Although it's gonna might turn out down the line that. We've been looking for we, you. You're actually the evil I, one. I might be. Yeah, you're the evil variant that has been here all along. <laughs> You'll and never know. What is Harold doing? Like I'm yeah, so he, he's trying like, to help me out here. Like profe- <laughs> professionally, I should be like you know the, the, uh, continuing with the banter, but um, Harold is no, now just... looking at through uh, our Words. mess of chords and everything. So, Curse. To uh, be professional about yeah, here, yeah. Um, what are we talking about today? Because honestly, I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, this topic was brought up by Lewis. I think in one of our former episodes, we were talking about, I don't know what we were talking about before, but it kind of like triggered an idea that Lewis had and he mentioned it during the episode. So Lewis, do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, actually, you know what? Uh, we're, we're, we're playing like, we're, we're, we're playing hot potato here because it was actually inspired by something that Harold posted on our group, on, 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 on our Facebook. And then potato. I got the idea from when Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kurja, I just saw somebody looks exactly oh, like <laughs> Circle. <laughs> well, Harold posted something from The Simpsons, and it was one of the, uh, to be perfectly honest, one of the sweetest. Uh, I, I think that's what made The Simpsons so memorable and so good at, at its peak. Is that it was such a great, uh, fun episode. It was an episode where uh, Bart gets caught stealing Bone Storm Two from the store, and you know it was one of those the moments. Comic book. The no, that was the, the, the that video was video game. game. The video okay. game. Uh, so okay. like it was the uh, the equivalent, I guess, to like Wolfenstein and and Mortal Kombat all rolled into one for one Christmas. And every kid wanted to have one. And it reminded me of, like, at the time, when it first came out years ago, decades ago at this rate, is that, um, you know, it was a fun, stupid little episode for kids, for young adults, like uh, or not young adults, but teenagers when it first came out. But now, um, after seeing it again, as a parent, I actually more empathize with with Marge and how, what she was going through, even though uh, obviously her reaction to Bart's shenanigans was a big part of the uh, of the of the episode. I was actually more intrigued with like what was she going through, what was she mm-hmm. feeling, and as a parent, I was like, yeah, I feel it. Like as a parent, you love your child, you know they're gonna make uh, uh, make mistakes and mess up, but at the same time, at the end of the story, you, you still have to love them no matter what it is that they do. So it made me think of like. We, I feel like we, we've been around long enough not to date ourselves, but we've been around long enough to be able to consume all of this pop culture, music, movies, TV shows, video games, books over the last few decades that, you know, we've been, we have that benefit of looking back at it as adults, uh, you know, as adults now and trying to see like, hey, has our perspective changed on these things? Are these things still great from a different perspective now that we've added a few, you know, a, f- a few years mm-hmm. uh, to ourselves. So that's, that's, that's kind of what our topic is looking at now. Like some of the, th- what, what are the things that we loved when we were younger that, you know, we, maybe we still love now, but from a different perspective. Now, again, like I said, now that we're a little older. So yeah, that's uh that was the onus of this uh, episode today. So before okay. we, we, we start looking for examples, you know, when you guys were kind of talking about, um, you know, the change of perspective and, uh, you know, memory and everything. Um, it just so happened that I was, uh, I've been reading all these things. Um, and I, again, if you, if you, if you read this, if you've 
if you've gone through it, then maybe it's not going to be a fun game. But um, uh, have, have you have you guys been um, like reading into like the Mandela effects? <laughs> yes. Yes, this is something you used to do uh, year a few years ago. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a while though. It's been a while. It's been a while. So um, you know, for those people who might not know, you know, the the term came um, in I think the ninth the ninth uh, I want to say mid two thousands. Um, when people started real uh, thinking that um, Nelson Mandela had passed away, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people have, for some reason had that notion in their head, and when people found out that oh no, he got out of prison and he actually became really successful for his country and everything, like people were surprised because they had like an instant thing in their head. So, um, if you guys are familiar with it, who knows? Uh, maybe, like I said. Um, I'll, I'll see, uh, but uh, the way it's going to work, I'm going to go one by one, uh, and I'm just going to ask really quickly uh, what we remember and what we don't. So um, we'll, we'll start with with Kirsch. Thank you. Kirsch <laughs> being, um, you know, uh, out of the four of us, uh, two of th- two of four, um, uh, two of the four people that actually was born here in America. Um, wow, so, man! You know, so so you know. Wait, go- I was not born here. In oh America. crap! There it goes the perfect <laughs> word. I was the only one born in. Oh, America. sweet! The <laughs> perfect. I was um, the only one born in not Asia. <laughs> Kirsch, a uh, popular brand of uh, peanut butter. It starts with an I, with a J. Um, what is the name of the proper of the popular brand of uh, peanut butter that starts with a J? Uh, Jiffy. Jiff? <laughs> oh, I got it confused with Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> As you would, I guess. I don't As know. you would. Jif? Okay. Jiff? It's actually Jiff, it turns out. Like, so, again, one of those weird Mandela effects. Okay, so we'll see. Lewis, <laughs> Lewis describe the Monopoly man. Um, Short, stocky, um... Caucasian guy mm-hmm. with a mustache and a monocle okay, and a top hat, I think. Maybe? Or is that a... Yes. I'm going to stick with that idea. Okay. Top yeah, hat. Yeah. Uh, he has no monocle. Are you sure? <laughs> is that Mr. Peanut? Oh, shoot. <laughs> You're right. Peanut does. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Um, okay, hold, okay. Continue. Okay. So, Harold, Harold <laughs> this is for you. Um, and, and knowing Harold, he's going to get this. So, you know what? I'm... Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna skip with Harold. Harold, um, <laughs> w- what is Lucy's? Uh, what is uh, Ricky Ricardo's famous line to um, uh, to um, to Lucy when um, every time she gets in uh, she gets in trouble? He says, "Ay ay ay." No, no. Every time, she, every time, every time Lucy gets in trouble and um, she want he wants an explanation. Um, uh, to what's happened? He just says Lucy. Uh huh. <laughs> That's it, right? No, 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 no. I thought he just says Lucy. Okay, am I the only one who actually watched that damn show? <laughs> I did. I watched the show all the time. I, thought, I, I think no? I know. Okay, go ahead. He would hit his head and say, "Ah, yeah, yeah." Uh, Lucy got some explaining to do. Yeah. In a re- I'm sorry. That, uh, I, I I hope I didn't offend anyone with that. <laughs> no, exactly. but that's what it sounded like. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That that is the uh, that uh, Lucy you got some explaining to he, do. He got some explain. So it turns out that the actual uh, he's ne- he's never actually said Lucy got some explaining to do. So he's actually said the words "explain that if you can, Lucy." No. No. So. <laughs> 
And here's the, here's the thing. I spent because I I, sp- I actually spent a couple of, uh, uh, like an hour or so today, like going over and trying to figure it out. So yeah, okay. So here's another one. Um, uh, in the movie Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jodie Foster um meets um Hannibal Lecter. Okay. What does Hannibal Lecter say to Jodie Foster's character? Well, upon first meeting. It's a famous line. Remember, um, Jodie Foster's character's when he when he, she uh, first Foster's meets him? Uh, first name uh, his name is, uh, is Clarice. Oh, he just yeah. says hello, Clarice, right? Yeah, how does he say it? Hello, Clarice. Oh. <laughs> right? I don't have my headphones He's on. So, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. He actually never says that line in that movie. He actually just says morning. No, he and then that's it. Is that from the commercials? Then. So no, so there has the, I, to be a different time he says it. So there's a, another movie, there's a sequel, yeah. where he actually says that, but everybody uh, thinks that the, the 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 first part of the first oh. is always "Hello, Clarice." Oh, um, the one with Julianne Moore. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Lewis, how about this one? Um, famous line when um, when um, uh, in Empire Strikes Back. Um, um, Darth Vader is uh um is is fighting, and then Luke Skywalker says, "You know, um, Obi Wan said that you killed my father. What does he say?" Uh, he says, "Luke, I am your father." Right? No, he doesn't. Luke, no, I am your father. No, yeah, he actually doesn't. No, he say says, "Obi Wan told me you killed him," and then he goes, "No, I am your father." <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, he actually never says the word Luke. Luke I am your father. I, I'm refined. So last one. I last don't believe one. anything anymore. <laughs> last one. I hate everything. Um, I hate everything. <laughs> um, in the movie Forrest Gump, in the for, Forrest, uh, what is what is his fa- fam- most famous line? Like he says at the very beginning about um, um, about a box of candy. I gotta pay. I gotta pay, <laughs> Jenny. So Courage or Courage Lewis or Harold? What is this his famous line about? The box of candy. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what yeah. you're gonna get. So I'm, close. I'm offending someone. <laughs> so 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 close. It's uh, it, it, he actually never says life is like. It's actually life was. The, and that's the phrase that he actually uses. But every every single time, if you go on, if you go, and the, the funny part is, you go on YouTube and you see you. Um, you have all these things. They'll actually type up the actual what we think it is, but mm-hmm. then you, you listen to the the line. It's different, but it's funny how in like like I said it, in my head it actually sounds like I could have sworn he said Luke, I am your father. <laughs> but it never actually happened. Wait, what is he I saying? I am the father. He doesn't say your father. He no. says I am your father. Your father? Uh, no, he just no, goes, no. I am your father. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> I haven't seen it since last weekend. I watched. Did you literally pick two movies that I watched over the weekend? Um, you watch movies all, all the, the time. movies all the time. Yeah, all the time. but for some reason, I watched Empire and Forrest Gump last weekend. Also, he Forrest Gump says life was like a box of chocolates. Yes, oh. what an idiot! 
<laughs> he's on the spectrum. Leave him alone. He's <laughs> on the spectrum. Well, Mama once said life was. Life was. He's life. talking about. He's talking about. The, the ah, it's like a past participle. Ah. Ah. Yeah, past participle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a dangling participle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't trust my memory anymore. Thanks. <laughs> so um, yeah, just wanted to uh, uh, throw that out because um, I don't know why. A couple days ago, when you got when we. Uh, or a day or so I forget how memory's gone but um, <laughs> ironic you know when you guys talked about it it, it just so happened I don't know if my computer was listening to me <laughs> but all of a sudden it just started popping up with all these like Mandela effects um, and I'm like man you know the, the, I needed to bring this up kind of like um, him and the God from uh, from um, Bruce Almighty uh, Bruce Almighty uh, for some reason I think they, they, they're the same person uh, he played Mandela once. <laughs> Martin Sheen. Sorry. <laughs> Martin Short. <laughs> That's a bad Goonies reference. I'm sorry. Imagine Martin Short played Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I was going to say the man can only play Martin Short. Though, right? like, <laughs> I, just, I saw The Lion King live. He was playing Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Martin Short or Ed Grimley. Those are the two, oh, the only two, two different characters. That is true, though. <laughs> I'll give you that. What range? <laughs> okay, so what range? Uh, what range? What range? With that, with that um, little game passed, let's see if we can uh, entertain our audience a little yeah. bit more here. And so, who wants to start? What are some things in pop culture? Because I'm trying to still come up with my uh, my item over here. <laughs> because you know I, I never pay attention to what we talk about. I'll um, go first. I'll go first. And I think it'll be, especially in this room, I think it's very controversial. Okay. Um, I want to say that the thing, the the movie that um, I look at really differently now after, you know, growing up is The Goonies. I I love the Goonies. Don't get me wrong, but whenever okay, hold on, I, don't hold besmirch on. this. Harold, hold on, my, my hands are. Harold, Harold, I know. I was gonna say he's about to throw, about to throw hands. If, right if there's an attack it's, that needs to be done, it'll happen yeah, at the desk. I, I understand, <laughs> and I and I almost feel bad for saying this, but I love the Goonies. Almost, <laughs> I love it. I loved it. I love it. But now, like whenever I watch it or whenever it's on TV, all I notice are the kids screaming. Just screaming, just yelling, just yelling all the, the whole time. The whole time, they're just yelling. They're all just yelling. Oh, they're, in the, they're in the attic. They're, they're just yelling. They're in the attic. They find a thing, yelling. They're in the Fratelli's hideout. They find a thing, yelling. Water slide, yelling. Uh, everything. They see them, the ship. You know, Chester Copperpot. Everyone is yelling, and I am an old lady. Old lady courage is like, knock it out. Can you just keep it down? Kids are like hitting the TV. Shut up. Chris is sympathizing with Mama for telling more and more. She's like, I want to put now. I want to put his hand in the blender. I have my beret, my old lady skirt, and whatever she wears. I can't. Uh, it's just all yelling to me, and it's I don't know why. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe when I, when, whenever it's on TV, um, I guess I can only see it in parts because I don't know. My my house is quiet. You know, I don't have you know I, I don't have pets. I don't have kids, so it's usually pretty quiet. So when, so when <laughs> the Goonies is on, it's like my house is too alive. <laughs> it's like way too much. It's 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 a lot. 
It's a lot for me. <laughs> and I am old, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I thought you were going to go over some like uh, contextual thing. Was like, yeah, no, I, I, just loud. I thought yeah. you were going to do something in This movie's loud. No. Analyzing like, you That's, know, oh, the no, treasure was not this, really literal. This is yeah. the best <laughs> example of what we were going for. Cause yeah, this is really good. I was good. trying to go like, yeah, you know, now that I've gotten older, no, things are loud. <laughs> things are loud. It's really, no. it's late. <laughs> you guys think so highly of me. I love it. That's so good. Dude. There you go. <laughs> Evil curse is back. The Harold big, really was about to clinch something. It was like, I was like, talk smack about my movie, dude. I thought you were going to be like, now that a Kiwi Kwan has won a yeah. Golden Globe for being best supporting actor, it's hard to take him seriously as the guy with the bad accent. <laughs> Yelling, He's still in a bag. Yelling. <laughs> pinches of power yelling. The bone organ. Not a euphemism. Yelling. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> no, they had to. Yeah, they had to tickle the bones in order for it to uh, spout. To oh, oh, release. Yeah. <laughs> to open the mouth, right? Yeah, the mouth. Wow. Is. Okay, I gotta tell you, that was a great way to start <laughs> yes. our, our topic. Seriously, okay. it's it's only gonna go downhill from yeah, now. Yeah, you. <laughs> um, I, I I like that we're also like on the side. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen, but we're planning karaoke night. Like. Do we like sing whisper now? Because now I'm conscious of no, like yelling. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Okay, as long as we know. Earplugs, right? I like yeah. it. No- noise is fine. <laughs> it is funny. Like- darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, just all the sad ballads, please. Oh, that's one of my that's one of my uh, karaoke playlist specialties. Is, really? Can I get sad the most ballads di- and emo songs? Oh, yeah, dude. One last cry with Brian, Mc- Brian oh, McKnight. Oh my god, she's out of my life by Michael Jackson. Dude, why? Why? I thought she knew by InSync. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one, though. Good pull, man. I mean. Wow. All right. I mean, yeah. Uh, Speaking of sad ballads, uh, anybody here um, um, watch Americans Got Talent? Oh, I saw that guy. No. The the, the British guy? Oh, no. I was talking about the. That that, that guy. Um, So there's this British guy who sings um, like. He's he's like a, a tenor, I guess. Um, um, We'll watch it later on. But he sings um, um, uh, Creep. Uh, oh. by, by by radio is it Radiohead? Mm-hmm. Yes, Radiohead. Solid. And he sings it the way like Arby and I used to joke around, like 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 nice, loud, and like uh, like serious and everything. Aww. But he does it in a really talented way. And uh, like I was like, man, I, I wish I had this guy sound. I, I'll let you guys listen to Aww. it. Sorry, we'll react to it later. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Um, I guess we'll go left to right. Um, for me, one of my favorite things that has changed uh, over a course of a rewatch. Actually, uh, credit to Dennis for this one who turned me on to the show. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, it is a great show. If you haven't seen it, um, from beginning to end, okay, one of you're gonna badmouth this. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna badmouth it because <laughs> I love it from beginning to end. But I, I'm just saying that um, from. You know, ever since becoming a dad for the last uh, you know fifteen, sixteen years now, um, you know it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. I know. So, I so like when I first started watching it, you, you turned this on to us when like my stepson was still eight. He was he knew about it, and like I was more into the adventures of Zuko and Aang and the and the gang uh, growing up and getting old and, and doing all this uh, all these great adventures. But um, an episode came up lately, and I guess it's one of those things about social media is. Um, Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of that episode, but basically it's the story of General Iroh. If you don't know the show, it's basically General Iroh is the uh, oh, Tales of Boxing Say. Thank you. Tales of Boxing Say. 
Um, General Iroh is, or just Iroh. All the things oh. I remember. <laughs> I don't do say today. You can't remember the conversation from earlier today. What's the today's topic? Yeah, you heralded that one, dude. <laughs> but um, so like, and he's one of the greatest or one of the best supporting characters in the show, bar none. But again, fast forward to now, I'm rewatching the show over quarantine. We actually bought the Blu-ray because it wasn't streaming anywhere at the time, and you rewatch it. And again, as a dad, now I'm feeling it. From the perspective of the adults, and especially General I or just Iroh, uh, he was a general. He was supposed to be the next in line. He's supposed to be the the next Fire Lord. But because his son died, he decided to give everything up, and he became you know the surrogate father to his his nephew, who was wayward and and he was exiled, and decided to become the mentor to all these uh, kids. And so yeah, it's it's definitely a shift in perspective for me because I can't help but think like the writers of the show. I, I don't know if they just have that great perspective or they have that anticipation of thinking like uh, this is going to be one of the best characters in the long run. Like in uh, 10, 15, 20 years, people will still love Zuko. They'll love his 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 uh, character arc. They'll love Aang and how he defeated the Fire Lord. But in 10, 15 years, Iroh is going to be like the GOAT of of characters. And I got to I gotta say that's, that's probably the case for me. Like it's changed from like... Like I said, I loved uh, Aang from the first viewing. Then after like watching the season again, you think Zuko's got one of the best redemption arcs in any forms of fiction. And then at the end now, like I said, as a father, I'm like, wow, Iroh's got like, he's he's one of the best characters ever. Like, I can't believe I did. I, I mean, I, I acknowledged it at the time. But at the time, at the time, I was still watching him like, oh, he's just, you know, he's going to be like uh, the, the mentor figure. But now it's like, dude, uh, I kind of boldly want to be kind of be like him. To my nephews, to my nieces, uh, obviously to my son and to my kids. So yeah, uh, again, one of those shows like it's a little sappy, sounds a little uh, sad, but at the same time, it's like it's it's the power of good pop or good characters <clears throat> is that it grows with you, or at least some of the different characters grow with you, and you kind of yeah gain a different perspective. So yeah, uh, one of my favorite characters, and definitely one of the ones that grown on me as an adult or as a father is uh, Iroh from uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, um, just so you know. Uh, what Iro taught me is that you can get, uh, you can lose like hundred pounds in yeah, abs in pull ups in a day. Yeah, Ooh, <laughs> just yeah. just do pull ups in in a cage. Apparently, so you're saying it's possible. Huh? The very next day, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. also Serena Williams was the was the voice actress of that uh, of that That's scene. Correct. Apparently, that is Sorry. correct. So much dumb trivial information, but anyway, yeah, like the tennis player. Yes, dude. Wow. She was apparently a huge no, no, she fan. Was not a tennis player in the show. Oh, <laughs> she's actually in real life a tennis player. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because that would be tight casting, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. What is a tennis player doing in in like? By the way, now that, ha- now that I have you guys here for a second, I watched this this dumb show called Young Rock. It's about, <laughs> oh, the, it's rock? about the Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the show is terrible. One of these days we'll go into it. But um, I was watching an episode today where he he starts his acting career, and they're like, "All right, you're gonna be on this show called The Net." And you're gonna play a wrestler. <laughs> he's like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "You're gonna be on Deep uh, Deep Space Nine." And you're going to play a wrestler. <laughs> we got you on this new comedy called That 70s Show. Don't worry. You're not going to be a wrestler. You're going to portray your dad. A who wrestler. Was a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. So Aww. that's That show's still happening. Okay. All right. Yeah. It, you know, they put it in the de- in the death spot. It's Friday night. Oh. So you know that it's not. Yeah. It's, it's on its way. Also, yeah. it's it's bad. <laughs> but it keeps popping up on my, like, Peacock. When I pull up the app, I was like, yeah. Yeah, because it knows you watch wrestling. So it's yes. like, hey, that's how it got me, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's how it got <laughs> me. So yeah, you enjoy watching this other yeah. 
stuff. Anyways, so I'm gonna go next. Okay, um, and I've been thinking about this, and um, the reason why I was asking is I wasn't sure where to go mm-hmm. with this. Um, you know, when when we talked about um, things in pop culture that's changed over the years, um, you know, I was trying to figure out if it's kind of like yours, if there's a show that a particular show, a particular movie that that has changed over the years. The one thing that I've realized, and you know, I joked around a while ago about um, you know WrestleMania being um, you know upon us soon. Um, I've been intentionally wanting to watch so that I can get caught up so I know what the hell's going on <laughs> in the show you know um you know I I watched um I, I watched the the rumble and you know it turns out the rumble isn't as fun if I have no idea who people are and they're like oh my god it's blah, blah, blah. I'm like okay cool <laughs> so I've spent the last couple weeks like watching and trying to catch up I don't think I like wrestling anymore. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like I, I, I think that they're amazing, and um, and maybe it's because I need to understand so much backstory. It's kind of like jumping into like kind of like when I watched the the last episode of uh, of um of um not Lord of the Rings um. The one you encourage, like Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones oh. where I, I turn to my wife and it's like, "Why? Why is he? Who's that? He's, he's he's sad he, and crying he's, in, he's in he's the rubble. Around, it's, it's been twenty minutes. He's just been looking around rubble. That's it. <laughs> this is the the, the greatest. And that's the thing. I, I was watching all these things that, and you know, watching Raw and all those things. And every single time something would pop out, and they talk about, oh, you know. Uh, you know, from last week, you know, we remember that blah 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 did this to so and so, and it's so angry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, Dennis, oh. you've changed, man. <laughs> so, I, I I still like the sport. Um, and so what I did was I I I you know I since I have the the peacock, mm-hmm. I I I went back to old you know like the old school stuff, and like yeah, this is great wrestling. Aww. But nowadays, like. I, I think it's it's the fact that I have not grown to know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Like I like Brock Wrestler Brock Lesnar because I still know him. But I'm like, why is this guy with a full you know shirt um, tattoo and an arm tattoo talking about his family and how he got betrayed by his family <laughs> and why why are they Samoan? Hey man, the bloodline is the best storyline happening right now. How dare you? Probably one of the best storylines ever. (laughs) Exactly. Don't don't talk about Roman Reigns like that, man. He is your main event. Oh, he's my main event. I like Roman Reigns. He's cute. (laughs) See, I I can appreciate that. That's all I know. He's an attractive man. Appreciate. You know, but so and what a comeback with everything that happened. Yeah. Wait, what happened? He had leukemia. Oh, oh had, don't you feel bad now? Has leukemia? <laughs> or it's it's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's was leukemia? Yeah, he was. He speared the crap out of that leukemia. Life was like leukemia. <laughs> Take that for us, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I hate to uh, put my my reputation in the line there, but I, I I'm still gonna try just so that. By the time WrestleMania comes in, I kind of have an idea and I can cheer for people. 
But I'm telling you, I'm struggling right you now. You poison the well. You poison the well. You're gonna cheer. And you're gonna cheer, and I'm gonna there, be like, "Look at this faking faker." There's there's a whole YouTube video of the bloodline thing. It's an hour and five minutes long. I mean, I've heard of it. I never saw it. Or <laughs> you didn't. He produced edit it. it. <laughs> but like, he didn't do the voiceover. This over. is actually kind of a funny thing. So during the, this past weekend was elimination chamber. We were gonna talk about this, but I figured now that it's the perfect time. <laughs> right before this, my family came up to me and they were like. Our girlfriends and your niece are now into wrestling because of this storyline. And I was like, really? And they go, yeah, because this is soap opera. And I was like, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So instead of watching the slam dunk contest with the whole family, then there's, you know, my family's pretty damn big. Um, we decided to watch Elimination Chamber. And people kept popping in, like, you know, and eh, it's dumb, eh, whatever. And then they would stay in. Mm-hmm. And they would just be in the corner. And then my genius sister's like, Explain the whole storyline to me in two in less than a minute. And I go, here we go. And I did the whole, you know, storyline thing. And then she's like, that was pretty good. <laughs> my nephews were pretty impressed. But, I mean, my cousin who had never, like, watched wrestling, period, in all his 40 years of life, sat down, like, front row mm-hmm. in, at my cousin's house. And it was just like, this is kind of fun. And I was like, you know, the, the talent, Like, the talent that everybody has right now, the, the technical skills and everything, really great. Like I, I enjoy the matches. It's just that, you know, I, I want to care. I, yeah. I, I want to know who, who I'm, who I'm, who I'm cheering we'll, for. We'll send you the recap videos because okay. it's go. it's gonna be so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Harold. All right, um, he's going to WrestleMania. What, the, man. what, what, what? What a waste. I mean, we could always raffle the other ticket, right? <laughs> Faithful listeners. <laughs> um, I'm actually. Since we're all kind of going, you know, different categories, I'll go with the last category. Um, This song that I used to listen to as a child meant a completely different version of what I see it as an adult now. The song is called Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Mm. Elton John and Mm -hmm. Bernie Taupin. Um, As a kid, I just thought it was a continuation of The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, he's floating away in a balloon. You don't listen to the actual lyrics. Even if you read the lyrics of the song, it makes completely... Not completely senseless, but it's like kind of confusing. And then as an adult, having to having sang this song at karaoke as much as I have and putting it on a playlist where I literally like try to sing the song every day, I was like, the song is about having it all and then being like, I don't want to have it all anymore. I want to go back to what I had as a child where my life is more simplistic. Take me back to when I was uh, younger. Take me back. You know, the Yellow Brick Road leads you to your complete dreams and everything that you've been trying to accomplish. And Elton John saying goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, mm-hmm. you know, means I'm giving it all up. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so like, sad. right? So they've been literally, <laughs> so, so literally, and I, I wanted to do this in our last episode that we recorded and I completely forgot about it last second. But I was going to say that 2022 was the year of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road because everybody kept using it in everything. Commercials, the, it was at the ending of the boys season three. Mm-hmm. And then they used it in the big commercial for Ant-Man and they kept on playing it over and over again. So using the visuals from Ant-Man where it's like we're in this giant imaginary world <laughs> and we're saying goodbye to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah alluring to the whole wizard of oz imagery and then like as i said having literally seeing the lyrics all the time where i'm like oh he doesn't that's not he what he was talking about it's not about like um living in an illusion it's about 
there's the dream. I have the dream. I can get the dream if I want the dream, but I don't want any of this anymore. And I want to go back to like living the most simplistic life I can be possible. I want to live back to the howling old owl in the woods, mm-hmm. hunting the horny back toads, which sounds doesn't make sense at all. But you're like, oh, it's a dude that, you know, made it. And now he's like, D- I just want to go back to the backwoods the roots, yeah. and, you know, hunt horny back toads. <laughs> <laughs> As you would, I guess. Because, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's that, and that's the actual dream. <laughs> it's like, it's it's a double dream, guys. It's like, you want it, I don't want it anymore, and now I'm living where I should have lived in the first place. Yeah. So. That's yeah. rough, man. Damn. And um, I, I just looked it up, the finale, like Elton John's finale tour is called Farewell, yeah. Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. Oh. And he finishes his, all of his concerts with it. Yeah, and then, then the now is crazy. Yeah, and now that you think about that being the fact that he ends all his concerts with it, and his final concert is going to be whatever it is, and he's going to play that song last. That means he's going back to what you know, living back in England, doing yeah. his own thing, and it's yeah. like okay, everything's done. I, I'm I've lived at the it's highest time. peaks, and now it's all just going back to things. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Did you see the concert at Dodger Stadium? I sure did. The ending is crazy because he like right he like goes up the stairs and it's like he's really saying goodbye, just like rising up into the end. Also, <laughs> that that concert is great, but I am one of those sticklers where it's like he's not singing in the original key. <laughs> and then I realized this guy is seventy plus he's years old. old. Yeah. He's pushing eighty, and he cannot hit those notes. No. I'm in my 40s. I can barely hit those notes. And I'm like, good for you for even trying, bro. And then, like, you know, sometimes you just got to understand. Maybe it's time to push the key down just a little bit. So. But it's still but it's still so great when he does it. It's yeah, like, for sure. So, yeah. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Wow. Tough, man. It reminds me of, uh, this isn't one of my examples, but it's something that my son brought up. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Like, uh w- the gates, uh, the, what like the what do you call it? the entry song that I got him into hip hop? I feel was "Hey Ya" by Outkast. Came out when we were in college or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's a fun poppy song. And I guess for whatever reason, it's found a second life on like Instagram and TikTok, where people are like going into it a little deeper with the lyrics and how actually sad it is. Like it, the lyric says, "Why are we so in denial when we know we're not happy here?" Y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. And ironically, that's when they're like, yeah. the, the big yeah. picks are like, yeah, I want to dance. I'm like, oh, wait. It's, it's literally sad. under like, the beat where it's, hey, uh, yeah. When yeah, he I was it. like, what? <laughs> like, why did he make, I, I was kind of mad at my son. I was like, why, you, why was he ruined a perfectly good song? Because all you see I did is not the listen to the lyrics. Oh, yeah, yes. you just see that. And you're like, yeah, that's it. This like, is all Lucy under Lou. 2000. I don't know, shake it like a Polaroid <laughs> picture. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Oh, uh, underneath the song is a crumbling uh, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Yeah, um, here, uh, Lewis, have you watched um, the, um, the last season of Scrubs? No, I have not. No, no, no. I fell, uh, fell not, off of that, yeah. unfortunately. So, um, in one of the the, the best uh, best uh, bits, um, Ted actually sings "Hey Ya," uh, but in like oh, ballad no. form. Oh no, dude! Aww. Does he really? Yeah, okay, I got I got to look that up. And it's beautiful. Okay, <laughs> it's beautiful. Sad ballads. It would, it would make Andre two thousand proud. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'll go next. Um, I guess uh, jumping on. Like uh, the music topic, and <laughs> okay, um, uh, so something that I see a little differently now. Did you know 
that Gwen Stefani is Japanese. <laughs> Wait, is that one of those Harold like? I was listening to your last podcast. Like, are you, are you trying to pull a Harold? Are, are you being no. facetious? Are you like, it's is she really claiming to be Japanese? No, she's not. Uh, she was uh, interviewed. Stefani, yes, yes, of course, a traditional yes. Japanese last name. Yeah, don't um, you pronounce Rafani? So she was interviewed by Allure, uh, a writer. Uh, I think she's like a senior editor. Um, for Allure magazine, she's a Filipino-American woman who did the interview. And she was interviewing Gwen Stefani because um, Gwen was releasing, like, another line of makeup products, like a different line. Um, and so Gwen was talking about her makeup and said, I wrote it down because this was kind of like. It was that juicy. It, this was kind of like how it um, started the conversation. So... Uh, so she talked about like how she, because um, her signature like lip color is red, right? And a lot of the lipstick colors are different. They kind of like veer away from her traditional red. And she talked about the brand mission and it included in like inclusivity, right? We are, uh, quote, we all have different color skin and all have different things that we wear different colors for. Um, I, I So many things wrong with that sentence. Like she uses different, the word different three times. But anyway, um, so like the brand mission is talking about like, hey, we're all different. Let's embrace it. So the interviewer asked, well, she wanted to ask about the whole Harajuku girl culture, right? Because yes, she was, Gwen Stefani was praised for it, but she received a little bit of backlash because of cultural appropriation. So you would think, you would think that in 2023, someone would be, you know, accepting of the fact that that's what they did in the past, knowing what they knew then, and then maybe realizing that, you know, maybe it was wrong or maybe take steps to learn or express, I don't know, some sort of remorse. Um, but she didn't. <laughs> so she she was like, well, in, in terms of Japanese culture, she talked about how her dad was a, he worked for Yamaha. So for work, he worked there for 18 years. So for work, he would always travel back and forth to Japan and always bring back stories to Gwen as a child about, you know, the Japanese culture, blah, blah, blah. So as an adult, when she got to travel there and see it for herself, when she was in Japan, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm Japanese. And she like doubled down. And, um, the, uh, later on the, uh, the interviewer was kind of like thinking about, did she really mean it? Was that like a literal thing? Does she even know what she said? So they, Allure magazine, I guess the editors kind of went back to Gwen Stefani's people to see if they're, if they want to clarify anything and they declined. So we have like two quotes of, for, from Gwen Stefani saying, I'm Japanese. And okay, so going back to the topic, oh gosh, I think about that time because the early 2000s, I mean, I love No Doubt, I love Gwen, like everything she did was so cool you know, SoCal girl, you know, ska, punk, mm -hmm. pop punk, like that was great, right? In 2004, she released um, the Lamb album, the Love Angel Music Baby album. And one of the songs on that album was like Harajuku, Harajuku Girls. So she talks about, like she sings about it and the song is not good. Like I, I, like I heard it, I listened to it today and I was like, oh gosh, this is, 
this is it was not a hit. Good, this is not a good song. Um, anyway, um, but I don't know. Like, it kind of like knowing. Yes, like back then, like we didn't know. Like I, I at least I didn't know and didn't realize that she was really copying someone else's culture, um, and like kind of like. It, it seemed to me at the time, and this is a personal opinion, it seemed to me at the time that she made it seem like she invented it, right? Without, like, giving any context or history. She even, like, to promote the album, she even had, like, four Japanese girls, like the backup dancers, that she, like, towed around everywhere she went. And they didn't talk. They just, like, posed. And then, like, like... Like, looking back at it now, like, like she didn't even give them a voice, right? They, she, they remained silent and in the background. And, oh, gosh, like, it would, it would have been such a good, like, megaphone. Like, Gwen Stefani could have been, like, a big amplifier of the culture. And, yeah, you're, you're sharing, you're learning. But it didn't seem like that back then. And, like, after reading that interview, I was like, hmm. Huh. She could have done something or said something, but she didn't. So that was my thing. Oh. <laughs> it's weird. You know what the group of the Asian girls behind her was called, right? Love Angel Music Baby? No. What? The Hollerback Girls. <laughs> but they didn't holler back. Exactly. Ironically, they, they were, were quiet. <laughs> they were the not hollerback girls. <laughs> Do not hollerback girls. The word holler has yeah. an R in it. it yeah. Hard oh, Ooh, hard at the R time, it was a, isn't it? <laughs> Who, I don't know what it is now, but it could be. Uh, so, Curse, uh, without w- risking, um, I don't know, uh, retaliation? <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and uh, I, I guess that really is, um, you know, that that is an issue that people are starting to find. And... Um, realize that and kind of along the lines of what we're talking about where back in the day it was things that we thought was we took for granted yeah and now uh, people are kind of pointing out cultural appropriation yeah. you know and all these things so i guess you know um where do, where do you where do we stand i guess is the question there of um you know what is is there is the, you know the fact that there's appropriation happening? Is it a bad thing automatically? Is it that um, you know kind of what you said that the fact that if she if she apologized for it would it be better? You know, oh, um, you know what's our stance on it? To me, I feel like she didn't learn from it, right? And I think cultural appropriation is wrong because that's where you know, the majority kind of like extinguishes the root of someone's culture and like declares it for their own. And I don't know, like that was, I mean, this could be a topic for a different episode, yeah. um, a very heavy episode, but gosh, it was just, it just didn't sit right. Uh, I mean, now, like in 2023, the article was, I mean, the interview was probably in 2022, but whatever. Um, but come on. Yeah. it. <laughs> She sounds kind of tone deaf, especially. Yeah, I think that's, that's like, how dare you call her tone deaf. <laughs> She's always on key. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, because I, I still remember 
succinctly, I, I, I didn't remember all the details, but like when she came out with this new look and like a new sound mm-hmm. and she's like going to be a little bit more pop as opposed to like with no doubt and the, the, the whole ska scene thing. And uh, yeah, I think it was, you know, pretty popular, popular enough that everybody and their, you know, and, and their little sisters and whatever were into it. But yeah, in retrospect, I guess kind of a tough look. I mean, who knows what we're going to look back at now, you know, 10 years ago, it'd be like, yeah. mm, maybe he, they... They shouldn't have done that, or this was not a good look for you, or wearing moccasins to the All Star game. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I don't know why. I don't know why today's eels. a Kyrie Irving. Water eels. Water eels. Water eels. <laughs> Whatever. Sponsored by Uggs. Thank you, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> exactly what that was. And wow. the Aborigines would thank you for not uh, for buying those. By the way, I know. True. I'm pretty sure they're like not gonna go. They would rather those. support the Nikes. <laughs> The Nikes, wow! Um, if I may, I, I'll go next. Uh, so, speaking yeah. of uh, adjusting taste and whatnot, again, I hate to keep you know this is this is kind of my wheelhouse, but yeah, raising kids. Um, South Park. Oh yeah, everybody. Um, Lewis has kids. Yeah, Lewis has kids, and I was born in the Philippines. So that's wait, the- do you think the Goonies are too loud? <laughs> so it's funny because like we, we we were watching the the basketball game the other day. But, but yeah, like it's so funny because I, I know it's a thing that would like the, the regular show will be quiet and then like where ads it gets loud, the ads are getting louder. I don't know why. If it's just me, but like the, the ads are getting louder. I, I don't watch a lot of live TV, but yes. What kind of ads are you talking about, Lou? I, I don't know. Like commercials <laughs> on like when I'm watching the basketball game. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> Sorry, okay. Yeah, see, earworm. <laughs> Stupid commercials, man. <laughs> anyway, so Please don't see us Burger King. Uh, like, so, yeah, just so this, us. This, yes, we love your burgers. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm still on the fence. Oh, I actually like bur- I actually like the Whopper. Uh, the Whopper's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna fight it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I like it. it's good in a pinch. Uh, <laughs> Wait, where are going? Um, this is actually something that just came up recently. Um, again, I guess kind of like the Gwen Stefani example and something like that. Something that's been in my life ever since I was in high school and something that you guys have been into. Um, South Park. It is something, again, I keep forgetting that it's still in rotation. It is still something <laughs> that's being shown. There's a new season. Uh, it's still showing. Like They have all 20 or however many odd seasons on a HBO Max now. And it is something that my teenage son... And weirdly enough, it's one of the few things that my 24-year-old autistic son also is into. So it's, both, it's something that they're both watching. So this is the part that I'm still kind of undecided on. Am I happy with him watching it? Like, see, the, the weird thing about it is that the funny thing is uh, we were watching the beginning. I still remember it only because uh, my eldest said it. Uh, oh, it was the beginning of season seven. Okay. Season seven, which is almost like a decade, a decade and a half ago. Um, there was a jokey moment or uh, of course it's a, it's a comedy, but there's a moment where educated, uh, you know, educated school uh, teachers were up against quote unquote rednecks in, Den- in, 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 in Colorado. And it's the, it, it was, hilarious because it was echoing the same things that we still see now like you have your maga extremist mm-hmm. fighting the woke left and it's like we're just different titles so it's funny i don't mind it i don't care for the crass language and some of the stuff that they come up with but it i was happy because they my teenager asked me questions about it like oh what was the whole stem cell thing about dad it's like oh Interesting you asked about that because back then, da 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 da, the science wasn't clear, so there was a lot of controversy. Or, oh, there's this whole thing back then about people weren't learning enough in schools, so they were fighting about what to put in schools. Wait a second, they're talking about that now. Oh, yeah. What's the content of public school education? So, okay, I'm glad it's being brought up. 
I just find it funny that it has to be from Matt Stone and Trey Parker <laughs> in, in this, you know, this crass 2D uh, animation style. So, like I said, I'm still on the bubble. I mean, I, I don't know, Dan. You're an educator. Like, should I be happy that they're asking? I should be happy. I should yeah. be happy that they're asking the questions. They put it in context of like, Dad, this show, this episode specifically is literally like 15 years old. But some of this stuff still applies today. So, great. But it's how it's delivered. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, I, I wish the stuff, some of the stuff, this is where my age shows. Like, as a dad, I wish they wouldn't cuss so much or they didn't have to, like, put all this, like, actual educational material, quote unquote, uh, under the guise of, like, oh, here's two aliens uh, dry humping each other, by the way. It was like, oh, my God, wait. <laughs> but wait, kids. There's a lesson, I think, I hope. Please, God, get to the lesson right away. Because <laughs> otherwise, we're going to have to fast forward it. Or when your mom or your grandma comes out, please pause it. So, But yeah, so I mean, yeah, South Park for me. You realize like, it's getting worse, right? I know, I know, okay, I, know. <laughs> I know. They, the, the, they get better at their craft. <laughs> again, again, I think, okay, I got to amend the first comment. So there's three things you should know about me. I'm from the Philippines. I'm a dad. And I, uh, my eldest is uh, uh, autistic, so he's on the spectrum. So I can speak on this. So I don't know if I can laugh at Timmy and Jimmy anymore. I can't. They're not on the spectrum. I can. Well, you know, they're special. The physical they're, they're, spectrum. They're, I know. They're is crips. It, they're crips, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know if I can laugh at that. Whoa. It's an episode. It's a, it's a whole episode. I don't know mm. if I can laugh at that. Because I'm like, and my eldest is laughing along. I'm like, okay, well, if you laughed, I guess it's Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That's that's it's, it's that's a, a sentiment that a gets a lot of people line. in trouble. It's a from. fine line, exactly. If he's laughing, and it, it's got to be okay, right? <laughs> exactly. But it's so. brought you guys together, right? True. Exactly. Oh, gosh, and it's hard. and it's awkwardly too, because like I said, my wife and my mother in law do not care for it at all. Because because uh, my my you know my wife is still of that age when they still remember like oh that's that when my mother in law is staying with us and she's like oh that's that Bustos cartoon that you know <laughs> uh, your brother used to watch. I'm like. Oh, yeah, still bust us years later. Sorry, mom, but uh, but I digress. So yeah, anyway, uh, I'm still on the fence. If I'm happy that they've discovered this, um, but I guess uh, I'll take whatever I can out of this. I mean, I can't stop kids from being kids. Uh, my teenage mm-hmm. son is gonna cuss. He's gonna try to pick a fight. Hopefully not, but hopefully he can pull some like you know lessons out of these uh, silly little cart- twenty minute cartoons. But anyway, yeah. That's well, that's it. the thing though. The important part. Oh my god, I'm getting old. The important part is that uh, I you, sense that a theme. You, I know you actually, that you're actually talking to him about yeah. it. You know because Very true. That, that's the thing with Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Uh, chances are um, they're going to have to go through uh, their their library, and there's going to be a lot of stuff that they're going to need to like. You know, with the way the world culture is is going, there's there's going to be a time where down the line where they're going to have to like, well, you know, some of these jokes maybe yeah. you know maybe out of line. But the one thing is that Matt and Trey Parker at the same time are um, are good. Um, you know, they they do commentary of what's happening in our culture and what's happening in in the modern day today. You know, and like you said, unfortunately, it, the history repeats itself no matter yeah. what. You know, so um, I, I, you know, I mean, it's a whole nother topic of conversation. You know, we were talking about a old doll a while ago. You know, mm-hmm. the whole, the whole like J.K. Rowling. You know, like Harry Potter. Are you? Can you be a fan of uh, Harry Potter and not support mm-hmm. you know her, her, views. her views and mm-hmm. stance? Is it okay for you to still be able to appreciate the content, knowing what the author is is, is all about? 
you know, and I think that's where the conversation yeah. has to yeah. happen between you and your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like so much work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, parenting. Parenting. Oh. 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 Um, uh, speaking of parenting, um, you know, when you guys were talking about this, and um, you guys had mentioned, um, uh, what? See, I I remembered uh, leaves from the vine. <laughs> That's what Mother say. <laughs> yeah, see, the, what? Sorry, that was the song. It was that, such a good episode. That, that's Kirsch. the song that he sings. <laughs> Um, no, so there you go. Um, I, I can't remember the damn thing. Um, Home Alone. You guys were talking about Home Alone. <laughs> yes, how, yes. How it came, yeah. came about. I was trying to figure out why the hell was I talking about Home Alone and this topic. Um, and something, I, I was thinking about it as Lewis was talking because I, I tend to ignore him. Um, <laughs> but as as I was talking about, I realized the one of the conversations I was having with my wife um, sometime during the, the, during Christmas, because my my daughter has started to watch Home Alone. She now, she is one of those people that watches it during Christmas. I think it's the third Christmas now that we watched it, so it's become kind of a tradition. And the funniest part is nowadays it's um it's more my viewpoint has gone away from ha ha you know the um you know it's hilarious that. That 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 he's doing all these things to these bad guys. <laughs> the only thing that my wife and I were focused on was oh, these these parents need to uh, work <laughs> to step up here. <laughs> like I was analyzing, how is it possible that on the second time around they still forgot? <laughs> it <laughs> happens <Mom>. twice. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Once is an accident, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Twice is on purpose. <laughs> And so, like, my daughter's in the middle, in the middle of watching it and laughing at everything. And my my wife went out of the corner, going, "I, I, I don't think this would have happened if it was the boys. you know, irresponsible parenting." Blah blah blah. Think was like, "My God, what has happened to me?" I know, all these like revelations about ourselves. Like, yeah. What yeah. is happening? If you can't yeah. enjoy somebody getting slammed by a paint can in the face, I mean, like, what, what are we doing? Why, why, why this? The, the, these two are just trying to get money so that they can, you know, uh, leave, uh, right? leave, leave, leave the country. And, and, and why and, is uh, this child committing homicide exactly. <laughs> like, multiple times? Attempted, <laughs> attempted, dude. Like Lord, like I get just it, that, but that damn. scene with the brick, like. <laughs> I, I always laughed about it, but this time I was like, oh, man, make a stop. Right. That's just malicious, dude. <laughs> this, this kid is just mean. <laughs> so, um, damn it. I think we need, to, we need to find a different name for this, this episode. <laughs> we'll come up with something, hopefully. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop something. But, yeah. But, yeah. Kevin's yeah. parents negligent. They should be in jail. Yeah. That's why there wasn't a third because it was like oh, there was a third. It just the McAllisters just weren't in the third, oh, okay. third yeah. or fourth. Like, even the whole time, like even the first first movie was like Kevin's a terrible kid. <laughs> he, right? Actually, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, he's so clever. I'm like, ah, is he though? <laughs> is he? I think he's a psychopath. I mean, he's, he's a product of those negligent parents. Right. You know what? More, he told his mom like you know like he hates like yeah. that she hates something. He hates something like. What the hell? He should be upstairs in the attic this whole time. I, I, I'm, I'm like Dennis now. I kind of side with Uncle Frank here. Because <laughs> if, if, if my nephew spilled like a Pepsi yeah, a all over, if he spilled Pepsi all over our plane tickets, I would be like, look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I said that to my nephew already. 
it, it didn't even take Pepsi to the. No. <laughs> it's just him walking in. And like, <laughs> Into a room like he just walked into the house. I would also like yell at him if he walked into the bathroom when I'm taking. Oh yeah, hello. I'm really cooking now. (laughs) Also, the TV's really loud. It's so loud. Like who? Who is allowing this kid to watch that movie? Is my question. Uh, so many questions. <laughs> and, then after, and then afterwards, after the second movie, you know for a fact that the father now is in debt, you know, because he spent all that money on credit cards back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a Christmas classic. <laughs> I'm Mr. McAllister, oh. the father. Okay, you can figure that out, lady. You can figure out that was a scam right away. Come on. <laughs> Maybe the 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 show is like more of how uh, customer service people aren't the smartest people. <laughs> no, <laughs> got fooled dozens of times. Pizza delivery guys, <laughs> TVs that don't even have surround sound. Come Just on, man! Just the, the TV speaker from a mono speaker in the nine in the early in the late eighties. Box TV, dude. Yeah, amazing, amazing audio. Wasn't that loud? <laughs> hey, look, that's how good the the system the. The TV was that you could hear the gunshots, <laughs> and every so and for some reason everybody in the, uh, in the 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 floor went out and started going, "What's going on? <laughs> Is that a real gun?" <laughs> and yeah, they were they were running towards the gunfire. <laughs> I think I mean, we've learned nowadays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, man. Harold. So go for Home it. Alone yeah. is not aged right. well. Uh, <laughs> No, for kids, it's still good. Oh, well, yeah. For kids, it's always going to be hilarious. <laughs> As parents, like, mm. Up until our maybe our 30s, and we're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because even you? in my 20s, I was like, yeah, get him. <laughs> you get step him, on that name, Marv. Yeah. What does, he, what does uh, um, Joe Pesci say when he gets his hat head on fire? Russell Frecker, Russell Frecker. Damn you, Joe Pesci. Correct. I think I'll continue with the movie thing. This might make me sound more ignorant than anything else. Um, I mean, that's what I mean, this is what, right this is what this is what we're all about. Um, the movie's called Five Hundred Days of Summer. Um, were you going to use this? No, oh, okay. but it was part of my example. Okay, because yeah. uh, as Wait, which one's Five Hundred Days of Summer? It stars uh, JGL. JGL and Zoe so Deschanel and Matthew Gray Goobler. Okay, I don't think I've watched it. <laughs> and you um, know that guy's and Agent Coulson. <laughs> Oh, okay. I gotta see it. Remember, Agent Coulson's the boss. Yeah. Um. So, Five Hundred Days of Summer is. Do you, you have you not seen Five Hundred? Oh, I don't know if I'm spoil this. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been out for like 15, 10, 13 year old movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the story is it's about like, I like Zoe the Chanel or yeah Zoe the Chanel or JGL JGL singing uh, karaoke or anything. Yeah. Um. But you know the story about for everybody else who's might have seen this movie. It's about uh, this guy named Tom, and he meets a new coworker at work. Her name is Summer, and then uh, he falls in love with her. And then in the end, she does not love him back. So after five hundred days of kind of knowing this girl, he moves on to something else. That's kind of the, the gist of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no real way to go around this. But as a late twenty year old, early thirty year old, watching it for the first time. I was very sympathetic towards JGL. And I was like, man, imagine giving 
everything you have or you think you have to a girl and her literally being like, yeah, I don't want it. Or if I'm going to fall in love, it's not going to be with you. It's going to be with somebody else. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, this is so devastating. And then the more you watch the movie, you're like, she's specifically telling you, by the way, (laughs) I'm never going to be in love with you. Mm -hmm. We can, like, you know, do some other stuff here. But it's not a relationship. This is just a fling. Mm -hmm. And it's never going to get serious. But you being, me being at the time being like, oh, yeah, you know. Sometimes you just got to work for it. (laughs) You got to be persistent. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, there's way, there's a lot of ways that where I continue this conversation can go really badly. Um, So I'm going to choose not to go in that direction. (laughs) I will be, I will be labeled a creep, (laughs) which is very accurate to who I am anyways. But like, so like the whole thing, you think it's like some kind of romantic comedy and even the beginning of the movie states this is not a rom- this is not a story about a romance. And then you're like watching the whole movie you're like oh it's completely about a romance That's and cute. then yeah and then you're like yeah look at their relationship it's so cute because they're both quirky mm-hmm. and you know they're going to IKEA. Yeah, they like- there's a dance break out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. to one of the greatest songs of all time and I'm like yeah and Han Solo's pointing at you you know stuff like that. <laughs> it's, it's a random movie, right? And you're like enjoying yourself and then literally in that scene, right after that scene, it cuts to him being super depressed because she just technically dumped him. There's no real dumpage. They just like go their Stop. separate ways. And he's like super depressed. And the only person he can talk to is Hit Girl. So it's kind of weird, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's strange in everything that it goes through. And then like as a younger person, I was literally like, man, I'm never going to get into anything like that because uh, if... I feel that they're, you know, it's not mutual. Then it wasn't meant to be. And then when you watch it again and again, you're like, everything that the guy Tom wanted, Summer was like, this is nothing I want. Mm -hmm. If I'm ever going to find it, it's not going to be with you because I know you already. And it's like, nah, you know, we're going to work into it. And eventually you're going to fall in love with me. And I'm like, yeah, that's like, that could be me. And then more and more, I'm like, oh, maybe you should just listen to the girl, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 what a concept. I, I know it seems like it's very, very complicated in that she's stating this is not what I want out of our relationship. And that's kind of like, you know, it's hard to hear that go, coming from Do- Zoe Deschanel. I was going to say your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to say. But like, um, yeah, it, it's one of those things where. 15, 10, 15 years ago now, I was like, this is one of the greatest romantic comedies of all time. And then now you're like, yeah, this is a stalker movie. <laughs> and uh, Yikes, dude. Uh, the stalker eventually goes on to stalk again. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know how this one's going to end because he's at the Bradbury building and things usually don't go well there, no. you know? No. Uh, like Blade Runner uh, yeah. yeah. like, <laughs> Unicorn origami. Yeah. <laughs> it can never go right. So, 500 Days of Summer. If you've never seen it, it's a fantastic movie. If you've seen it five times, you're like, dude, this movie is depressing as hell. That's interesting. I think that's, uh, that'd be a, a good, like, I think we, I think Dennis tried this exercise before of, like, telling one story from a different perspective and how it sounds totally different from what it could be. But, so, yeah, turning a romantic comedy into a stalker, is, you're, you're almost describing, like, you. I don't know if you guys have seen that on Netflix. Oh, no. I thought- 
You looked at Kurt. No, not you. I mean, there's a show called You. 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 Stop. Reminds me of you. <laughs> like, so, one of the very, not very last scenes, but towards the end of the movie, there is the expectation and reality yeah. scene, which I've always found fascinating because it's like, you, 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 you're more or less just looking at the expectation side. You're not looking at the reality thing because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is the happy version. And then when like that thing slides over to be like, oh, this is what's really happening. You're like, ah, oh, dude, you <laughs> thought you were coming here to hook up with her and yeah. like take her back and everything. And like, just kidding. But you're here <laughs> yeah. for her engagement party. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> yep. So yeah, yeah. good pull. Oh gosh, that's so good. I'm gonna watch that movie when I get home. I know. <laughs> After I need Forrest some, Gump or I need, no. I need something to fall asleep to just, and I need something to cry to so you know oh, don't do that to yourself man I cry for Zooey Deschanel not for Zooey 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 there's two E there's two O's why is there two O's yeah yeah Zooey get it right Zooey unless you want to sponsor us Zooey and you love your name I love you <laughs> I want your bangs <laughs> that's all Okay, so my next one, um, we have we haven't jumped to TV, have we? No, he did Avatar. Oh, yeah, and oh, uh, and South, South Park, Park actually. Yeah. Okay, so Lewis hasn't jumped out of TV. I have not. I have not <laughs> so uh, uh, TV shows about human beings and not cartoons. Okay, no, I don't know. Um, so I they're human in our hearts. <laughs> they are human. They they're they're alive and well. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time, The Office, American version. I love it. Steve Carell, hilarious. I love him. Um, Is it really? Yeah, <gasps> I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I mean, skip the first season, but yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's the I first season of only six episodes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, My God, how many shows are there where I have to skip the first season? <laughs> Just two. Parks and Rec <laughs> no, and The Office. That's all you get to everything else is gold. Yeah, and, and the op- yeah, like I said, yeah, it's, it's only parts of the Simpsons. The, f- the first season of the Simpsons kind of rough. Oh, it was. It was kind of rough. Right, the I mean, animation is nice. Thank you. It's establishing shots, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have to set the, set the state. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so the the office, uh, my comfort show. We talked about this in a prior podcast. Like, I, you know, what do you watch when you know you don't want to think about things or you just want to like veg out on the couch what do you watch the office you know why it's always on it's everywhere it's mm-hmm. on every channel it's streaming also it's always on cable the, the, yeah turn it turn on your tv it's not hard to find in the office um and one of the i i guess like one of the main like a uh, couples of the show is, if not the couple is Jim and Pam, mm-hmm. and I and they kind of like grounded the show because you watch, you know, Jim pine over Pam, and and you 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 just see that relationship grow, and you know it, there's always a happy ending, no euphemism, sorry, um, but you know they end up together forever, you know, and it's and it's fun, whatever, um, but as I grow older, um, I kind of see Pam. Like, very annoying. Like, I don't like her. I don't like Pam's character. And it just, like, unravels to me how I don't want Jim to marry Pam. Like, I don't want them to be together anymore, even though they're, like, <coughs> one of the, like, anchor points of the show. You know, who, who've been there for the whole, the whole, the whole run of the show. They were there. Um, 
So I'm here today to discuss the <laughs> reasons why I do not like Pam Beasley. <laughs> I wrote it down in my notes. Okay. Okay, number one. She cheated on Roy. <laughs> she kissed Jim twice while she was still with Roy. Once at Chili's during Dunder- <laughs> the, Dundies. The, the Dundies. And then w- another time at the casino night. See, I was about to say, but she was drunk, but that, that doesn't actually make it better not at all. Not an excuse. <laughs> at all. She wasn't drunk at casino night, remember? She was not drunk at casino night, so she could have taken it back or no, you know, no. Okay, number two. <laughs> she got, And because, you know, because of that relationship, because they were they were good friends, it kind of, like, I, I felt that whenever I see Pam, she's just stringing Jim along, right? She, like... Um, was kind of teasing him on the boat when he was dating Amy Adams. He, she was, you know, going into his bedroom and looking at all his stuff when they had the. Um, I love the office, but <laughs> I love the office when you know when they when Jim had the barbecue that Michael wasn't invited to. Like she went into his room. There was a lot of like bringing him to things and bringing him into her world, even though she's in a relationship with Roy. Oh my god. Okay. Next. <laughs> um, when Jim and Pam were together and they had kind of like an argument about Jim's uh, new venture, like being um, how he's leaving the office. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen The Office, Jesus. Um, <laughs> then, he, um, <laughs> you haven't seen this The one Office? This right here. Oh you. <laughs> you let me t- say all these points? Sorry. He's not going to remember. That's true. true. Okay. I don't even know who this Jim guy is. Jim is John Krasinski. Oh, you ruined it now. (laughs) Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Got it. Love him. And maybe I love him too much and Pam doesn't deserve him. Anyway. um, (laughs) You're one of those. I'm one of those. those. I've heard of you people. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then like she was even like, even was that you, Louis? That was was Louis. That was a stool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a stool that came out. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay, so Jim was already, you know, they were already, I think they were already married at that point, and um, Pam was already flirting with the camera guy. She was flirting with the camera guy who was documenting the office. Oh, my God. Okay, and then, I don't know, I just felt like she wasn't supportive for, you know, of his dreams. Um, when he was always supportive of hers, you know, she went to art school, like in New York, like she did all of these things. And, and Jim was always supportive and didn't question and didn't, you know, I don't know. He was just always that guy to be like, I don't know. He's just perfect. <laughs> Jim is just perfect. <laughs> in conclusion, <laughs> Pam didn't deserve her. Pam did not. <laughs> so as I watch The Office, like it's like all of these things are revealed to me. Just how 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 annoying she is, and how she didn't appreciate him, and how she strung him along, and uh, uh, I'm just jealous. I know. It's okay, <laughs> I get it. I'm just jealous. <laughs> All valid points, to be honest. Uh, like I, I dig it. Uh, oh God, dude. Yeah, family is the worst, though. Thank you. Jim just wanted to start his sports management business in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, I mean. that's all he wanted to do, and that was his. It's not a far drive or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but uh, Doctor J was a client, dude. I can't block that. And, and she, wanted, she to wanted to stay in sta- in uh, Scranton, Scranton? Yeah. and be an artist. Come on, Steve Carell's funny. <laughs> 
I can oh, you're, ta- you're, you're, uh, you're talking about the season that Steve Carell was already yeah, gone. Yeah, he was gone. He's gone for he two seasons. Gone already, it's, uh, that's unfortunate timing. Oh, but yeah, that's <laughs> gonna, that, was, that was more my, uh, yeah. my, my, uh, damn, I forgot the, the, the movie. <laughs> Loud noises. Oh. Anchorman. Anchorman. There you go. Thank you. That was my, no, no. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for so letting that, me that, rant. That, that, that's gonna ruin my rewatches of The Office now. You so, should yeah. see. You should think about that the next yeah. time you watch and go, "How horrible is Pam in this?" Because uh, this podcast <laughs> has been horrible about rewatching. Because like <clears throat> I used to love Friends, and then one of your your, your uh, the oh, I can't remember her name. She came to a co- uh, cast and. Uh, Basically ruined Friends for me. Now you're going to ruin The Office. So thank you very much. No, <laughs> just ruin Pam in okay. The Office. The Office just, is fine. I think she, Pam she, has been canceled. Yep. <laughs> Pam has been canceled. And I think I just said Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Zooey. Zooey and Pam. Is it Pam or Pan? Pan. 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 Pan Beasley. Um, I think he should have ended it with uh, Rashida Jones anyway. So yes. this is me. I mean, yes. I mean, she was great. No, because then she wouldn't have been Anne. So. That's true. That's we wouldn't true. have had Anne. Ah, anyway, uh, well, Parks and Rec is perfect. Um, for my last one, uh, except for the first season, we've discussed this. Yeah, ex- right, right, right. Yeah, that was rough. Um, uh, for my last one, I'm going to go back to the beginning. Um, uh, the the whole onus of this uh, idea came from uh, yeah, well, back like, to Avatar: The Last Airbender again. Yes, back to the <laughs> Avatar. No, uh, we're going to go back to the Simpsons. I think specifically to the one episode that really kind of makes me. Uh, again, it's one of those like it's it's incredible what the Simpsons was able to pull off in like a 20 minute episode. Um, I can't speak to the episode's quality lately uh i mean this is gonna be old man uh yelling at the moon or at the clouds kind of thing but um you know the last the, the most recent episodes that i've tried to sit through it it seems kind of shallow and you know a lot of the love and the and the emotion that was that i thought was there it's kind of you know kind of gone I, mean, I get it they're going through the motions people like watching the simpsons and I, I can't imagine it ever, ever ending. I, I'm sure it will. But um, anyway, I digress. I, I'm going to that one episode where um, uh, Homer and Marge discover that they were having baby, uh, a, a, a third baby, and um, how you know through the course of the episode, it was again one of those you know Homer's infamous for his slapstick comedy and like and all that good jazz. But like you know throughout the whole episode, we're laughing along. When I was younger, I was laughing at the at the at the sight gags of uh, you know Homer quitting and then play uh, playing Mr. Burns's head like a uh, like uh like like drums because he he can finally quit because uh he's he paid off the house and he's got you know these two kids and <clears throat> nothing's going to change that and then um you know the news comes that he's uh having a third baby and then he has to literally crawl back to you know to get this job at the new, at the power plant just so that he can support uh support his family and again uh, at the time I'm laughing along sight gags again you know all the dumb little jokes but you know the 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 ending of the show of that episode will always get me, and it is one of those things that, uh, ironically, like even if, if if you don't watch the show, like my kids didn't get it. Not that they didn't get it, but like you know, uh, you know, for the 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 episode begins because they couldn't find pictures of Maggie in the in the in the family albums, and then it turns out the reason why they don't have pictures of baby Maggie is because Homer keeps them at his desk, uh, where he has basically uh, redid a sign that says "You're here forever" to say. <laughs> Do it for her, and it was like, you know, like at the time, I was like, oh, that's a sweet way to end it, ah, ha ha. But now, again, fifteen twenty, uh, you know, <clears throat> fifteen years later, uh, I watch that episode if it comes up. I, I don't go out of my way to watch it because I'm a big sap nowadays. But like, yeah, it pulls at the heartstrings because you 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 never realize what you would do 
for your kids until you have them. And then at this point, again, uh, with two wonderful boys, I can't think of anything I wouldn't do. Like I go through a tedious, horribly boring job sometimes an hour away from home. But I do that because I got to, you know, make sure that there's food on the table and a roof over their their, their head. So, um, yeah, it's one of those poignant uh, episodes. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if they've made a lot of those since, uh, you know, those peak Teen uh, episode uh, seasons for The Simpsons, but yeah, definitely one of those uh, one of those uh, specific episodes. I'm like, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a, that's a killer now. But, I love yeah. the fact that um, with Lewis's kid going uh, going to private school, this pops up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I'm like, because uh, yeah, that's four more years. <laughs> yeah, <David>. <laughs> Uh, so well, really, cup of ramen for uh, dinner kids. <laughs> so Maggie's birth ruined Homer's potential to not be. He wanted working. to, yeah. He wanted to. He his <laughs> dream a, job was to work at a bowling alley <laughs> and just yeah shine ball uh, shine balls all day. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, uh, and I'm still I'm still dumbfounded that a, a guy with a high school diploma or I don't even know if he graduated high school uh, got a job at a nuclear power plant. But hey, that was the 80s. Nuclear. 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 <laughs> um, I, my last one is um, there are there are certain movies that you know we, we always have like movies that we love watching, kind of just because it's dumb fun and everything. And there's a there's an Adam Sandler movie for me that that's it's perfect. <laughs> it's 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 per- it has Drew Barrymore first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Check. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 about Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Check. Double check. Okay. It has um, a song by Israel Kamakawole. Check. Perfect movie. Okay. Per- perfect movie. Everything you have you have everything that you can think of, and it's one of the those shows where I've, I've gone out of my way just to watch because. It's you know like um, there's just moments in that movie where uh, like when when you know I can't say uh, you know I can't uh, every time there's spam and uh, and uh, uh, peanut butter cups you know I, I have to say peanut butter cups just you know just, just certain or when he's like dry when he when he's crying listening to the song you know, everything about <laughs> that that whole thing is perfect. Just recently, I watched it, and I got to tell you, I could not get through it. Really? Yeah. Oh, like wrestling. Pray wow. tell. Pray tell. All of a sudden, I realized <laughs> just how much of a jerk he was. <laughs> like, he was a stalker who was who was, <laughs> who was taking advantage of somebody's this disability. <laughs> You know, when when the father gets angry, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it is a very, very valid <laughs> anger, and you know, like it all throughout the whole time, like you know, like in the end, you're supposed to feel good because oh, she's kinda in the back of her mind remembering who he is, but in the end, she's gonna wake up every single morning. For the rest of her life. For the rest of her life. And she's going to be like, I, I, I had relationships with this dude. I have children with these. I'm, I'm, I'm a child. You know? And everybody's oh God, okay with guys. it. What if the tape breaks? Yeah. What if he dies before she does? Yeah, like what if oh there's an God, accident? Oh God, there's so many questions, guys. <laughs> Why, Dennis? <laughs> 
It was such a sweet movie, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was, was a perfect, it it was a was perfect it? movie. It had Hawaii. It was perfect. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's supposed to be a heartwarming, uh, you know, uh, this is, you know, uh, uh, let me introduce you to your daughter. Like, <laughs> like if I was that yeah. mom, I would, spend, I would spend my whole day just going, what the F are you doing? Yeah. I want to get to know my, my daughter as quickly as I can. Oh, my God, I'm going to forget my daughter. And I'm going to have to do this. It's torture for this woman. And in in the end, she she was actually correct, saying that she can't go through this, that she can't have a life. with. with. Mm-hmm. She was absolutely correct. But, no, she had he had to come in and ruin everything. So, yeah. <sighs> Thanks, everything. man. Thanks for nothing, man. <laughs> Damn it, he's right. Yeah, it's like it's like a horrible Groundhog's Day for her. It's like every day is something different, but like yeah. she's stuck. Oh God, dude. Yeah, like what if they have an argument and he's like, "I'm not gonna tell her today." Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let her figure it out. See what happens. Yeah, you're in the boat. In yeah, the middle of the freaking <laughs> in Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Lucy. Is one of those memories on the tape uh, how to fight off an orca? Because <laughs> if not, you're screwed. But Sean Astin is—you guys have ruined two Sean Astin movies today, man. <laughs> He's one of my favorite actors of all time. You yelled too much. You say, uh, say Rudy's a bad movie? <laughs> Please don't. Well, there's here's too much the thing about Rudy. No, here's the he, thing about Rudy, though. He, he took a spot from somebody who probably earned it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Deserved it. Yeah. Talk about white privilege. Like Vince Vaughn really needed more playing time, and he didn't get it because Rudy had to be out there. So he had to be out there. John Favreau didn't even get a chance to get on the field, you know. Stop, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I ruin everything for myself. Uh, All right, so I'm okay, gonna finish. One, I'm gonna finish this off, and I'm gonna actually gonna go kind of the opposite with Dennis here. Uh, not this previous example, but your first example. Um, over the weekend, I was watching uh, wrestling documentaries because that's what I do. Oh, mm-hmm. and um, on Sunday nights now, A and E, A and E has been showing these uh, WWE legends mm. uh, documentaries. So it's like you know about. Uh, Older wrestlers and whatnot. And then they'll follow it up with a series called uh, WWE Rivals, where they talk about, you know, some of the biggest rivalries the company has ever had. The very first episode of the documentary series was the NWO, which Mm -hmm. very much loved that uh, whole thing. Um, And it's literally 20 minutes of them talking about the invasion and then uh, 90 minutes of them talking about how Hulk Hogan was the most important part of that thing. And I was just like, well, you know, the bigger story was the outsiders coming in, whatever. I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll watch through it just because I'm a completionist and that's what I do. The very first episode of WWE Rivals is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. And I was like, dude, can we stop with the Hulk Hogan nostalgia? And more and more in the past 20 years... Mm -hmm. Not 30 years, because that's when he was at his peak. But in the past 20 years, since I've actually appreciated wrestling for being wrestling, like being entertainment, I've been like, this guy sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I hate that I have to say that for the longest time, because he's the reason I got into wrestling. Mm -hmm. Because my older cousin was like, hey, dude, you ever seen the guy that poses like this? I'm doing the... One pose that obviously you guys can't see because uh, not video today. But I was just like, no, that looks stupid. And he goes, if you watch this cartoon, you'll get into it. And then I watched Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, this is this is the guy. And like I said, we used to have a videotape of WrestleMania 3 
and the big thing is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. But even then, I realized I was like, you know, this ends it. But this thing is boring as hell. I go, can we get back to the Asian guy fighting the guy with stars on his butt? Yeah. Let's get back to that match. <laughs> Let's watch that match every day for the you know a good amount of your time. And that's when I was like, even then, at like seven or eight years old, I was like. This guy's getting all the glory. He's the main event every freaking time. He's winning the Royal Rumble. He's not losing. He loses to the Warrior, and then he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get it back. I'm, he loses to Macho Man. He's like, oh, I'm going to get this back. And I was like, the dude's losing his hair. <laughs> I was like, I, I watched No Holds Barred. At 30. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I watched No Holds Barred over the summer. It was, it was okay. But I hate this guy. Oh, and wow. then, like... More and more where it's you watch these documentaries, not even about him. It's like other people's documentaries. It's like, yeah, but what does Hulk Hogan think about this? I was like, dude, why? Every time. We don't need his talking head every freaking time. Especially even after the whole sex tape thing. Mm-hmm. the Let's say some racist stuff thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, learning about how he used his backstage politics to always put himself on top. They had the story about the NWO and then... This is the thing that's been bothering for the past four days is they literally said they had this whole year and a half build, 18 months build to Hulk Hogan versus Sting. And it should have been Sting beating the crap out of Hulk Hogan and being like, it's done. But no, they screwed it up and they accidentally counted wrong and Sting was supposed to kick out. And then they were like, no, that's a fake count. So this 18 month chase, it was ruined because Hulk Hogan said, I don't think I should lose yet. The storyline was 18 months long. The story was you losing to this Mm -hmm. guy. And you didn't want to do it because it how it affects you and not the company. And I I was like, I was playing Call of Duty at the time. And I wanted to throw my controller through my own television, which is probably not a good idea. And then it's just more and more like I go on YouTube videos called Hulk Hogan is a liar. <laughs> and it's just all about Very his specific. Uh, dude. It's like, yeah, Hulk Hogan talks about how when he was on cribs, uh, he's like, these are my favorite boots because I slammed under the giant in these boots. And then five days later he died. Um, he slammed under the giant in 1987. Andre died in 1993. So I don't know how, what kind of time. Math vortex, works yeah, I, I, but I mean, it's just more and more, as like I said, as I've learned to appreciate actual like entertaining wrestling mm-hmm. and wrestling like itself. And you watch his matches, and they're like, yeah, it's 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 the same match every time. At least change it up a little bit. But it never was, and it, that's the whole nostalgia thing. Is like, as a child growing up, you're like, this is the greatest guy ever. He's the real American hero. And then now you're just like, this is an old piece of crap that's not letting go of the stuff. Like, yeah. dude, it's not your time. Let the other people shine. Yeah. So, yeah. I hate Hulk Hogan. Wow. I, I never would have Strong said this. Strong words. I never would have said this from 1986 yeah. to If you could have told the uh, seven-year-old Harold that. Dude, oh, dude. If he had even told 16-year-old me, I would have been like, no, he's, you know, he's in Thunder in Paradise. He's done... Uh, Three ninjas, Three ninjas, you know, you know. Yes. Yeah, he, he was in Thunderlips with full, almost a full head of hair. You know, he had his uh, cameo in the Gremlins too, and I was in the theater and I was cheering. <laughs> that's how that's how down I was for Aww. that guy. You know, and then not now anymore. you just—it's not even how much of a bad person he's become. It's that he was actually a bad guy the whole time. 
Yeah. So, you yeah. Know. Even if, I mean, not to get all whatever, but even his moveset, like back rakes and like using the belt. I was like, dude, that's actually yeah, like that's bad cheating, guy moves, bro. right? Yeah. It's like most of his moves are like, I'm going to whip out my belt and whip you. I was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> that's illegal. But, but anyway. it's cool though, because you know. It's Hulk Hogan. It's Eat Hulk your vitamins. Hogan. Yeah, he's allowed to do Say your prayers. And I didn't even get into like the whole, oh, steroids. Yeah, I never did. Oh, it. that's and then right, it's like, dude. Oh, yeah, that little thing, that little I thing. all the time, you know. <laughs> that's the thing that killed like half of the roster back yeah. then. But so hey, if whatever. the next A&E biography is about anyone around the Hulk Hogan era, I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I, I think the youth I call will, it the meat writing. I think that's what A&E is doing, dude. They think that, they really think that people who are dumber than me or me will watch three and a half hours of the same Hogan story content. that we've been hearing. <laughs> no. It's like, is there really a rivalry between Hulk and Andre? No. no. They fought twice. It was a I novelty mean, two act. Two big ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, watching Young Rock, I realized, you know, he's horrible in that show too. <laughs> so, Ooh, that might be the only reason to watch Young Rock then. Oh, dude. A, a, a the, only reason, no, on that one. the only reason to watch Young Rock is to see how bad people can act when they're doing impersonations of real people. <laughs> That's the only reason oh, I watch no. it. Oh, like, no. Like, uh, Becky Lynch plays Cindy Lauper. Oh, no. Really? Wow. <laughs> so if you want to see an Irish, that's, that's an right. Irish-born girl playing a try to play a girl, girl from, from New York. York. <laughs> maybe, maybe check it out. It's good for laughs. So, yeah. Wow. Hulk Hogan, you suck. Get out of here. No one wants to watch you anymore. Wow. Unless you want to But if you show up at WrestleMania, I'm totally like, yeah, okay. like, oh, my God. I love you. When, he, when we saw him at, like... Oh, Elu, when we when me and Den stop, just stop. Dude. When we, we saw him at WrestleMania Twenty One, I hate this. We were having <laughs> a good like, time, man. I was like, "Oh my God, Holy Hogan, Holy Hogan, <laughs> my teeny life in fourteen years." Anyways, <laughs> yeah. wow. Well, when real we American just... plays on the on, on, on the at SoFi. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's it, it, that song was actually on my uh, my workout playlist. <laughs> And then I started hating my workout yeah. playlist. Yeah, and you now hitting new your PRs. jeans is number jeans one. Is on it. Yeah. No, oh, new jeans is totally on it. But yeah, I don't. I that, know that makes me run. <laughs> both, both of those. Well, we talked a lot about um, things that we hate now. <laughs> <laughs> Not even change perspective. <laughs> I just hate it. We just hate straight it. up hate it. I just realized it. Hulk Hogan is really loud as well. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Why? Why? I'm not even your brother. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> and maybe it comes with age and maybe it's, you know, changing perspectives. Um, but yeah, a lot of things, a lot of these suggestions or examples were very controversial. Uh, I hope we're friends still after this. Um, if you guys out there, listeners, have any have anything anything in pop culture that you see differently now as uh, you have gotten older or not i don't know um <laughs> feel free to chime in yeah i'd love to hear your examples if you think we're just old then just yeah. oh yeah if you yeah old. if you really think that maybe we're just disgruntled people who've been beaten down really hard by life like <laughs> literally leg dropped by life yes let us know let I, us know i'd like to know i i'm i'm comfortable in, in my own body to know that I'm a horrible person. <laughs> he pretended like he got kidnapped. <laughs> okay, nothing go wrong, ahead, there's nothing right about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think I think we can call it. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks for sharing. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Dorkiest Timeline Podcast. The the, the, the tangent. I can't even talk anymore. I'm just so excited and uh, sad about myself. (laughs) Um, The tangent to the two fanboys and a filthy casual podcast. My name is Krisha. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys next time. Mm. Peanut buttercup. Don't make me. Don't make so me. it starts with Roman Reigns, right? So he that guy is hot. <laughs> We've established that. I I want to bring it back. <laughs> so he has these cousins, right? They're called the Usos. You can stop recording. Now. <laughs>